welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, and welcome back to another episode. I have the microphone set up on the couch this evening. I'm recording again at night. Um, The microphone um, or my big couch is actually providing a beautiful studio this evening. Um, It's absorbing all any echo. uh, So it is, and also I I get to be comfortable. And I have the back door open tonight. It's got a beautiful breeze coming through, a beautiful spring evening. And I've just got back from the sauna. Pippa is at her dad's house and... I really wanted to talk about this topic today um, or this week or whenever you're listening to this episode because it did, while I was at the sauna today, I I had some a chance to really think about what I wanted to talk about and it just, um, mainly because I took the book that I'm about to talk about into the sauna and I didn't realize I only had like 10 pages left. So I finished it really quickly and the sauna goes for 45 minutes. So I had a lot of time afterwards to just sit in it, um, sit in the book and absorb it. I was like, oh, I should have brought another book, but it was actually really nice to to stop and absorb it. And then I've come home and I've highlighted some sections as well. So the book that I'm talking about, and I actually want to talk about more books in my podcast because um, this is one way I have really grown as a person and really developed and um, just gone more inwards and to live a more, I guess, happier life um, by reading some really, really like actual life-changing books. And I, I I plan to share a lot of these books with you. And this book that I'm sharing with you today, um, or the topic is based on um, a chapter that I read inside this book. And the book is called The Gifts of Imperfection. Let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are, your guide to a wholehearted life. And it is written by Brene Brown, Dr. Brene Brown. If you haven't heard of her, um, she's amazing. You can jump onto Netflix. She has an amazing talk on there. It goes for over an hour. Um, and if you just type in Brene Brown, you'll see it come up and it's called The Call to Courage. And if you haven't heard of her and you want a little bit of an introduction to her, read, uh, listen to that, watch that. But if you want to get into any of her books, oh my God, they're all amazing. Um, but I've just highlighted a section in the back of her book to just give you an idea of what she's all about. Um, she's a researcher, writer, and professor. She's a member of the research faculty of the University of Houston Graduate College of Social Work, where she has spent the past 10 years studying a concept that she calls wholeheartedness, posing the questions, How do we engage in our lives from a place of authenticity and worthiness? How do we cultivate the courage, compassion, and connection that we need to embrace our imperfections and to recognize that we are enough, that we are worthy of love, belonging, and joy? So basically, she does some very, very in-depth, lengthy research work where she goes so deep into into this research work that you and I couldn't even comprehend, um, where she 
tries to dive in and really learn and understand um, people when they're coming, when they're living in a place of wholeheartedness, like truly living a grateful, joyous, happy life. Um, and then she uses uses that information and research and then puts it, you know, uses it for her her talks and her, um, you know, education, um, and then also in her books as well. Um, and she writes it in a way that we can understand and we can also, you know, take another step forward to living a wholehearted life. And who doesn't want to live a wholehearted life? That's what we're on this planet for. We all want to live this better life, live in this, the best life that we could possibly imagine. And, um, yeah, like I said, if you haven't picked up any of her books, do it. And one chapter in this book, and I've called the um, I've called this episode podcast "Cultivating More Joy and Play." Um, it's kind of a combination of two chapters in inside this book. She talks about um, cultivating more gratitude and joy, um, and then the other one she says cultivating more play, um, more play and something. I should have actually. Um, oh, I'm trying to flick it to this thing now. Um, cultivating more play. And then there's another one, cultivating laughter, song and dance. So at the back of the book, I actually got the most information out of, you know, and sometimes it really clicks when you're getting towards the back and you're getting, sorry, play and rest, cultivating play and rest. Um, so it's kind of a combination what I'm talking about today in, the, in those chapters. Um, and that's what I got so much out of. And one particular thing, I actually woke up thinking about it this morning. This is how I've come to turning on the mic and chatting to you about it is she talks about a practical list um, that she makes with her with her husband to make her family work. Um, and she, she says she basically answers the question, when things are going really well in our family, what does it look like? And the answers include sleep, working out, healthy food, cooking, time off, weekends away, going to church, being present with the kids, a sense of control over our money, meaningful work that doesn't um, consume us and time with family and close friends and also just time to hang out. This is her list, by the way. And this is, these were and are, she says, ingredients for joy and meaning for her family. And I love that she actually compares it to the dream list that she started making with her husband a couple of years ago. She says she keeps adding to it. And on this list, the dream list is things like, you know, a house with more bedrooms, a trip here, a personal salary goal, professional endeavors, and so forth. Everything required that, um, basically it's everything that required them to make more money and spend more money. And she said when she compared her dream list with the joy and meaning list, they realized, but by merely letting go of the things that we want to accomplish and acquire, we would actually be living our dream not striving to make it happen in the future, but living it right now. The things that we're working toward did nothing in terms of making our life fuller. And holy moly, I, I like, like I said, I just got out that highlighter. I, I, I highlighted and went, yes. And I woke up thinking about it this morning because at the moment, and I, I was chatting to a friend today, she rang me and, you know, she was really quite happy on the phone and everything's going really well in her business. And I was so happy for her. And, you know, she's, um, and, you know, she's got two young kids at home and she's just, she's really happy. Like she's got a lot of really good things going on in her life. And, um, and she was to ask me the question, like, how am I feeling? And I said, you know what? I've been feeling really heavy and stuck lately. Like I'm being really stuck in my own head. And, 
emotional wise, um, things that, you know, physically things that I'm, I'm trying to deal with, um, you know, still going through, you know, dealing with going through a breakup this year and moving house and all of those things I'm still processing. Like, I'm just feeling like they're really stuck in my body at the moment. She's like, you know, that's okay. You give yourself time and it will, you know, it will, um, work itself out. But then when I picked up this book again, I was like, maybe because I'm not living in joy right now. I'm not doing the things that bring me joy that I was because I I also cast my mind back to when was the last time I felt joy? When was the last time I felt a lot of happiness? And I still remember the feeling of feeling so much joy, even though I was going through so much heartache at the same time. And it was the end of last year. And it was when I was, um, Jake and I were in a break. I was still living under the same roof, but I was reading books. I was doing things that made me feel really good. I was doing gratitude journaling every day. I was taking time to sit, you know, be out in nature. Um, I was doing more incidental exercise during the day. I was hanging out with more friends, obviously, because we're outside of COVID. And it was all these bits and pieces were like, it was like this jigsaw puzzle happening for me today that all these things going, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm stuck in the do, do, do. And, you know, and the what next, and I've got to get this done and the to-do lists and what I've got to accomplish and what I've got to achieve. And I'm not living in the now and allowing play and allowing fun and allowing joy and happiness. And that was a really, really big eye-opener. And when I turned the last page on this book this evening, like this afternoon when I was at the sauna, I just went, yes, I'm not living in the present moment and, and and enjoying the things, I'm focusing too much on that dream list and not enough on that joy and meaning list and the playlist. And she goes into things that you can do to really pull back and live in the present moment. And she talks about even just chucking on the music um, in in her kitchen with her family and they, with their socks on, they'll slide around the floor and they they create this sense of play and everything else just goes out the window. Um, and she's talking about spending more time with family or doing the things like cutting back on their schedule. She said she sat down with her daughter and was like, you know, we're well, doing a lot of curricular activities. We don't want you to, we don't want to cut you off, you know, from the things that you love, but we're doing it to allow more space for play, we'll allow more space to be and to enjoy and to be, um, you know, have more meaning and, and create more memories as a family rather than just this schedule that's like, we've got soccer practice here, we've got to do this, got to drop the kids off, we've got to pick this up, I've got to do the dishes, I've got to do this work and I've got to do, and it just becomes, um, it becomes very stressful and I realised that that's the way that I was living in. I was thinking oh my God, I've still got to get this for the house. I've still got to pay for this. Oh, I've got this bill coming up. Oh yes, I've got to drop Pippa off here. I'm living in my diary at the moment. I'm writing heaps of things in. And I just realized where is the joy at the moment? Um, And I think we can really, really learn that from our kids. Pippa today, we're walking around the lake. She's like, mum, run, mum, run. And she grabs my hand. She wants to run. That to her, she has the biggest smile on her face. She's laughing. She's like so in the moment. She's not thinking about the next half an hour. She's not even thinking about when she was crying this morning, chucking a tantrum because she didn't want her porridge. She wasn't thinking about anything. She was living in the moment and so genuinely joyous running around the lake. And it was a beautiful day today. And it just made me realize I need to bring back my gratitude. And I'm the biggest 
advocate. I always talk about gratitude journaling and I realize I've been slack on that lately and I teach what I most need to learn. And right now, if you need a kick in the butt, I need a kick in the butt. We all need a kick in the butt to, to maybe have that little light bulb moment and go, you know what? I actually need to go back to that place that, you know, even cast your mind back to when did you feel most, more, your most joyous moment? You know, how long ago was it? If it was too long ago, maybe now is the time to really start creating more memories and and really pulling that back in. And I am going to do this and I encourage you to do the same is to make that joy and happiness list. And also, um, you know, you can have your other list there, your dream list. Uh, sorry, your joy and meaning list, I mean, like um, Brené talks about. Um, you can have your dream list there and, and that's really important as well. Like, you know, when you you work really hard in your business or you work really hard in a job or, you know, there's, there's you work really hard in your home and you want to renovate and you want to do this and you want to do all these things. Like, they're important too, but it's so important not to get attached to those. And like she said, when you take the pressure off your dream list and focus more on your joy and meaning list and in cultivating more play and rest into your day, like that's so achievable. And then everything else just falls into place. Um, you know, the other dream list will come. You'll be more happy, more joyous. You know, you're going to attract more, you know, success in your life. You know, there's so much, it's such a ripple effect. And I feel so good just even talking about this and I'm really hoping, I know when I feel something, I know I'm going to resonate and, um, you know, connect with other people. And that's why I like to turn on the microphone and talk about this because if I'm feeling it, I know others are feeling it. And if you're feeling really stuck in, you know, in your dream list or in your your mundane day-to-day life and you're not getting that meaningful, you know, feeling that joyous feeling, that sense of play, um, you know, that is the time, now is the time to stop and think about all those things and how you can create that. Because when you, I know that, um, and I also cast my mind back to when I talk about, when Brené was talking about dancing, I cast, I cast my mind back to when I was living with mum a couple of months ago and we would turn on the music and we would dance in the lounge room and we would have little dance parties and they felt so good. Pippa's face lit up. I did, all my worries went out the window and you just, you just live in the moment and you're bringing back that, that fun. Um, you might be doing that at the moment and that's really great. And it might be a little reminder con- to continue doing it, but I know I've just let that slide a little bit. I'm sitting in a very, I don't know, I'm just overthinking things. I'm just in a, I feel like I've got just more cortisol in my body at the moment. I need to take that time to stop and do the play and the rest. Like even if I do a chunk of time in the day where I literally just sit down and really focus on my breathing and do some more journaling work and go back to reading my books that make me feel really good. And I do have to be kind, like a lot has happened this year, like a lot of disruptions in the day-to-day life has happened. Um, it's probably actually been since moving out of mum's house back in July and moving into the new house because there's been a lot more responsibilities, a lot more go, 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 um, where even when I was at mum's house, I, you know, people would go to sleep and I'd have a quick chat to mum and then I'd actually go read a book in my room or something. I felt a little bit more relaxed. Um, but here I've just been in that go, go, go mode and I'll be unpacking the dishwasher and hanging up washing right until I go to bed. And I've been going to bed really late. Um, so sleep is a really, really big thing for me to help with that rest and that play and the, and the um, you know, living in more joy. I think if we get a really good night's sleep. So that'll definitely be on my list. Getting, you know, um, enjoying exercise is such a big thing. And I do sometimes find myself exercising out of, oh, I've just got to do it. Just got to do it. And I'm really good at pushing through. I'll go and do it. But I need to learn to 
and I do enjoy it most times, but I've got to learn to really, really, really let go and release and tap into to play and, and, you know, joy while I'm exercising on the mat, because we do, we move in a different way. We, and I always take, talk about really conscious about the way we, we extend our arms and our legs and using that energy in a really, really beautiful way. Um, and that's when we're going to get results in our body, or it might be, you know, cooking in the kitchen but doing it with the music on or or doing um you know listening to a podcast and I haven't been listening to podcasts as much as I was recently uh you know late last year or early this year um as well and maybe that's a COVID thing I don't know maybe that's a change in routine um and I need to go back to that because I just remember going out and walking and having that in my ears um you know the times that people was at Jake's house and I'd be out walking with the dog and I just felt so joyous like I felt so calm and rested and be out in nature and the fresh air and listening to a podcast and it was just my time and again I haven't been doing that um, so think about ways that you can cultivate more joy and play in your day. Um, even just like I was saying before, the way that you cook, like do it in a loving way and make it fun and really like, you know, experiment with flavors and really enjoy the taste of your food and eating slower. You know, a lot of us are just munch, 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 munch. We hardly digest our food because we've just taken big chunks of food. Um, you know, we're, we're not very mind, you know, mindful in our eating. You know, it can be the simplest things that can be on the this list, um, you know, maybe being more present with your partner at night instead of just sitting down and watching TV, having TV off for 10 minutes and talking about your day um, and actually having a, you know, a more meaningful conversation with your partner or being more present with your friend, going out for coffee and genuinely listening to them rather than looking at our phone and being distracted and thinking about the things like actually have this bubble of you don't think about anything else and you really focus on what's in front of you like there's so many different things that can be on our list and I know when I start making my list it's already going to feel so good um and one of those is um getting back into more of my journaling I do journaling but I feel like I'm just doing it very mundanely at the moment and I'm doing it to tick a box rather than doing it to enjoy it and getting something out of it um so yeah that's definitely gonna be one thing stretching feels so good in my body it's very releasing it calms me um going more for more walks out in nature um really just sitting down and being um you know doing a craft activity with pip and being really into it and really present and giving her so much of my time um they're the things um that is going to be on my list. So what's going to be on yours? Really, really have a think. Like, what are you going to, you know, take the time to really enjoy something that you're doing, taking the time to calling your parents more or, you know, it can be anything, just just focusing more on that list than the other list um, because we can get so, so caught up in this other list that we forget about having fun along the way because, when we don't have any joy and play and great, you know, um, we're not grateful and we're not living this um, meaningful life and, and what Brene says, a wholehearted life is you'll never be happy because yes, you've got this thing on your dream list of, you know, doing this to the house or acquiring this piece of furniture. That's just what I'm doing at the moment because I'm in a new house. But, um, you know, but when you get there, that doesn't create happiness. And we have this false sense of, you know, security on a thing. So once we get this, I'll be happy. Or once we get this, I'll feel better. Or once this happens, I'll be happy. Or, you know, and, and those things do happen eventually if they were supposed to happen. But then we're still, it's the next thing, the next thing that's going to make me happy happy it's like oh that didn't work the next thing the next thing um 
And we really need to learn to let go of focusing so much on that side of things and, and you know, really living in the present because these days are never going to repeat. We're never going to get this day, this, um, you know, hour, this minute back, um, you know, and our, and our age back, like in our children's age back and nothing, nothing's, we're not, never going to get this back. We need to live in the moment and really look back on, um, oh my goodness, I was watching David Attenborough's new um, documentary the other day on Netflix and he is in his 90s and he said um, he's traveled to every part of the world and he's done all of this and at the start it was going through everything in his life and he says he can look back on his life and be really content and happy and I was just like how many people can do that oh my goodness how many people can do that to look back on their life when you're in your 90s and be so grateful and happy with everything that you've done like if you died tomorrow you'd be so happy with everything that you've accomplished like that is amazing. When he said that, I was like, far out. Don't we all want to let, like, you're not going to look back and go, I'm so glad I bought that really expensive couch. Or I'm so glad I bought that really expensive house that created a lot of stress and mortgage. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really good that I, I'm like really happy that I drove around that expensive car. Like, we're not going to look back on that. You're going to look back on a, you know, the times when, oh, I used to love sitting out on the, you know, the back patio and enjoying a drink with, you know, or, you know, really um, jumping on the trampoline with my children. Like, they're all the memories that we're going to create and feel that sense of joy and remember how good we felt, remember how healthy we felt, remember how energetic we felt running around and you're carefree and all of those things. Like, I didn't think I was going to talk about David Attenborough, but it just reminded me um, when I was watching his documentary the other night. I was like, yes, we all need to do that. Look back on your life. Imagine yourself when you're 90 and look, and how do you, how does your life want to be? Um, and what do you want to accomplish? And how do you want to feel now? So when you look back on it, you, because remember, I'm sure you've, you've heard it. Um, they say you don't remember um, a person's face or what they looked like. They, you remember the feeling of someone that someone gave you. Like when you look back on a relationship, for example, you remember the feeling or you look back on a friendship and you remember the feeling that they give you. You're like, oh, they make me feel so good. Like they're always listening and, you know, they're just so caring and, you know, the energy just vibrates through you. Like you're just, you, they just, you know, make you feel so good like you've got to think about those memories that you're creating the feelings is what creates memories um and not all your you know your superficial stuff so um yeah I mean I'm just I'm just saying things here that we already know um we were born already knowing absolutely everything in this whole entire world that this atmosphere this universe could could give us um but it's just about relearning and remembering um when someone else says it to you so I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, I, If you want any more um, information on any of Brene's book, let me know. Um, I have finished this one here if anyone wants to borrow it. Um, or if you really liked me talking about a book, let me know because... It is very overwhelming to know what a really good book to read is. There's so many out there. Um, I feel like I've read some freaking amazing books. I can share my um, my bookshelf um, on Instagram stories if you like. Um, and yeah, 
I, I've got some great books that I can talk about. So shout out, um, leave me um, a comment or slide into my DMs and let me know what you thought about talk, me talking about a book today. I would love to hear your thoughts. But I'm going to wrap it up there. I would love to see you inside my online studio um, if you want more joy and play in your day when it comes to exercise. Um, because honestly, um, one of the girls was saying the other day, you always provi- provide so much entertainment. And I was like, yes, I do. And I wouldn't have it any other way because I laugh through it. There's mistakes. I just keep going. Like, what's the point of perfection? There's no, you know, perfection just creates stress and anxiety. Um, and I just roll with it. So, if you want more joy and play in your exercise, go on to um, hayleymorkham.vhx.tv, sign up to your seven-day free trial and start having fun with exercise. That's what it's all about. Um, drop in to me on socials at Hayley underscore Morecambe if you'd like to continue the conversation and I'll chat to you next time. Mwah!